Good afternoon and welcome to my video on this very snowy day. Um, it's very cold here in Gloucester. I think a lot of you will be watching from around about the UK where it's really cold and snowy today. Uh, but I'm nice and warm in here and I thought I would just do a, a little video because I wanted to talk about the undateables today. Um, I watch the undateables regularly. I don't know whether you do. If you do, please comment below and let me uh, let me know what you think of it. Um, and I thought, you know, we could actually learn a lot from the attitude of the people uh, who appear on the undateables. They, they, you know, they, there's no kind of. Well, actually, do you know what? I'm just going to go into the eight things that we can learn from the people on the undateables. So number one is that they are totally themselves. There's no pretense, there's nothing hidden. They don't turn up to a date wearing clothes they wouldn't normally wear. They don't say things that they don't believe. Um, they're, they're totally sort of uh, authentic. They're totally authentic on their, on their date. Hi, Chris, thanks for joining me again. It's always nice to know that you're there. Um, so that's, that's the first thing, that there's nothing hidden anywhere. There's no, you know, there's no pretense. Uh, the second thing is that they're really clear about what they're looking for. So they know what they want. They communicate that clearly. You know, if they want to get married, they'll say that on the first date. I think there was one girl who said she was looking for a boyfriend before her 30th birthday and that when it was her 30th birthday, she wanted a massive cake and she wanted him to jump out and say, I'm your boyfriend. <laughs> So, you know, she knew exactly what she wanted. She was happy to communicate the fact she wanted that. And once they found that, they're very content. You know, they're very, very happy with the person that they connect with. And there's no such thing as the, the grass is always greener on the other side for them. Um, they, don't, they don't feel that way. They're not looking for better. And I think nowadays with the dating apps that, that people find themselves kind of going through this revolving door because there's the paradox of choice isn't there you know there's there's too much choice on the dating app and you go on a date with somebody but there's always this little voice in the back of your head that maybe there's better out there that maybe there's somebody else um that would suit you better but they don't think that you know they they meet somebody they like them they want to commit to them that's that uh you know they're always very grateful to have the person that they're with and i think you know there's a lot to be said for that uh, so number three is that they're straight talking, you know, they shoot from the hip. They're not afraid to sit there and say, I think this date is going really well. What do you think? Or um, I really like you. I think you look really pretty. Uh, do you like do you like my outfit? Or I'm really nervous. Are you feeling nervous too? You know, they, they don't, there's no sort of game playing. Um, and they're also quite happy at the end of the date to say, I don't think I want to see you again and and just sort of move on from there there's they, they seem to be very clear about whether they like someone or whether they don't like someone and they and they play it accordingly uh number four is that they show us that it's very normal to feel self-conscious we all have things that we all, we feel self-conscious about um but that it shouldn't stop us from doing anything you know we we might not be happy with an aspect of ourselves but it doesn't mean that we should um, you know, be reluctant to, to go dating or that we should not put ourselves out there because nobody's perfect and, you know, someone will come along and they will love you for exactly who you are, regardless of what it is that you feel self-conscious about. 
number five is one of my personal favourites, is the fact that they don't have any expectations in terms of going home and having sex. So not once has anyone on the Undateables uh, thought that at the end of the date they were going to go home and get it on. You know, if anything, they're, ha they're very happy to take it slowly. They're really excited if someone wants to hold their hands or even if they get a kiss on the cheek. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's nice that it's kind of, it's almost like 1940s, 1950s dating, you know, it's both the, the, the men are very chivalrous and, and the women are very, um, I don't know, um, reserved, I guess, in, in terms of, in terms of being physical with each other. That comes much later, I think. Um, sorry, I'm just reading Chris's comment. He's saying, that's why I'm on my own. I'm too picky for my own good. Well, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with being clear about what you want, but, um, but it depends on how limiting that actually makes it for you. Okay, number six then is that they don't play games. I mean, this is very similar to the, to the straight talking, but, um, you know, if they, if they like you, they will say so. If they don't like you, they will say so. There's none of this kind of um, treat them mean, keep them keen uh, crap. You know, it, it's, it is what it is. They don't play games. Um, number seven is that they look beyond physical appearance. Um, they, they seem to have this like magical ability to see the beauty that was, is within somebody and the beauty of the person as a whole. You know, it's nothing to do with having the perfect figure or having a six pack or, or anything like that. You know, they, they see somebody as being either handsome or beautiful because of who they are, the whole person. And, and, you know, if they think that somebody is really nice and they're really kind, they see that shining out from within. And they, you know, you often see them telling one another how beautiful they are and how handsome they are. And it's because, you know, they genuinely think that because they're such a, they they're able to see what's inside rather than being very shallow and quite sort of you know materialistic or uh you know w worrying about what other people think and things like that um and number eight finally is that it's proof that there is somebody out there for everybody you know i really believe that and i believe that if you have faith and if you keep putting yourself out there you will find them you know, and that's that's the real thrust of of kind of what I what I do when I work with women. Um, you know, when I when I work with women as a coach, I I fully fully believe that there is absolutely somebody out there for everybody, and the Undateables proves that. You know, it, it sounds like it's a, a a mean title calling somebody undateable, but actually I think it's very tongue in cheek. Hi, Kerry, thank you for joining me. Um, right at the end, hopefully you'll be able to see this on the replay. Okay, so let me know what you think. Uh, let me know if you watch The Undateables, if you have any favourite couples. I mean, gosh, I absolutely love Daniel and Lily. I was so excited when Daniel proposed to her. I mean, his face and her face, they're just, they're just beautiful. So, you know, let me know who your favourites are. Uh, let me know which series you've enjoyed and, um, and if I've made you want to watch it, if you don't. Great, thanks, Kerry. Yes, watch the replay. Brill. Uh, thank you for joining me. And um, I will see you again next week. Have a good weekend.